0: want
1: No, they don't like you when am Welcome back to the Music Box, this is track 15 And we've got a special guest with us this time Do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Yep, I'm, um, I'm Jake, I'm a professional music journalist <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, now I'm, I'm very happy to be here, I'm very excited How, right. how many um, listeners do you... Average on an episode, about three, mate, and two of them are like sat in the room. So yeah. Well, this no, t- sure. this time you'll get four because my mum will listen to it. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm glad we've not got that first bit in there.
1: As always, <laughs> I'm joined by Ben and Callum. Hello. Hello. How you been? How's everyone? It's been about two oh, months since we recorded. Merry episode. Christmas and a happy new year, guys. How's <laughs> everyone been?
3: Yeah, pretty good, mate. Thank you.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so it's been about two months since the last episode we recorded went out. Um, over the last two months, what we've been listening to?
0: Fucking I'm lo- loads, mate. Right
1: then, talk to us.
0: Ah, oh, I went through a massive pulp phase during Christmas. That nice. I've to Bjork recently. I think we're going to go see her live, actually. At Blue Dot Festival. How much is that going to cost you? I don't know. Pe- I was like to my family, It's was like, oh, there's a uh, festival on at uh, Georgeville Bank. It looks like a fun family day out. I knew Bjork was head I was like, we should all go. So like, yeah, we'll look at tickets. So I think we're just going to go with my family. So for me, free. Big up, Carl's fam.
2: Cal's still got his shoes off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: When you got these socks though I mean He is wearing odd socks And they are funky socks Anyway Talk to me Jake What have you been listening to last few months Oh Big question With like, big answers That you um, can't think of right now <laughs> No
2: wh- What have I? I I've been listening to A lot of Kano Funnily enough Because he's like my favourite UK rapper But I went through a phase of just Not really listening to him And then I watched Top Boy I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Kano's so cool," and yeah, I've just been th- his new his new project was very very good actually, and the album before that, Made in the Manor, that was also very good. So yeah, I've essentially been bumping lots of UK rap recently, and that's about it. Oh, and a <laughs> lot of uh, 2000s metalcore like Bring Me In, Parkway Drive, and stuff. So, so a, no- a nice. My Spotify has been looking a bit weird recently, but it's been good.
1: What about you, Ben? Uh,
3: a lot of like chill rap stuff like Frank Ocean and <coughs> Mac Miller. Self care is beach. literally the only to song. Study in slash relax to yeah. What would you pick out of study slash relax? Uh
1: would study. I've really? done ba- I I've yeah. done both. And Lo Fi beats to study slash relax to. Yeah. I feel better to relax to because if you've ever been studying, you end up just reading the comments and there's some guy having like a mental breakdown and yeah. there's someone yeah. who's doing an essay that's gotta be in 10 minutes time and I'm just too confused with these stories that I'm, I don't wanna work. Yeah, but you ever listen
3: to uh, Lo-Fi Boris Wave to get Brexit done Oh to? fuck, <laughs> I was about to fucking <laughs> say that, that you prick. Yeah. 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 Did you yeah. not see by it? By the actual <laughs> Conservatives YouTube channel. Yeah. The Their the real official account yeah. out some Lo-Fi Boris Wave to get Brexit done to. Well, who's official account? Sorry. The Conservatives. The
1: Conservatives. <laughs> and so every like two or three minutes, it's just like, let's get Brexit done by Boris Johnson. And he's on oh a train, right. that's got to be like propaganda. Yeah, it that's is. like brainwashing. Yeah, it's hard to get the uh, the youth vote, right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, it worked. Topical. All I'm, I'm going to say, topical. topical shit. <laughs> well, speaking of topical news, something big happened last night in the world of music. Uh, slow tie was uh, uh, at the NME Awards, being awarded the Hero of the Year award, and at the same time, appeared to sexually assault Catherine Ryan, and then also actually assault a fan. What's the thoughts on the situation? How do you th- is Slow tie cancelled? What are you thinking?
0: Well, last night I was like, my hands, like, oh, that's going to be an eventful episode tomorrow. But then you showed us the video before
1: and it's like, all right, now who's to blame? Yeah, the main video going around is one of Slowtie just sexually assaulting her on stage and then assaulting the fan. But there's another video that's came out this morning where Catherine Ryan is on stage without Slowtie, and she's like sexualising him and saying he's really hot and, he wants- and that she wants... Him to get, uh, she wants him to get his dick out and all this sort of stuff. Wait, which I now think
2: you'll find it was actually his balls. Yeah, Adam, <laughs> yeah, read there, a book, there
1: mate. I suppose <laughs> the there is a difference. Either way, it now it seems like it's not just his doing, and it's a bit like she's incited it. But then that still doesn't make it okay.
3: I don't know. It's it's a hard one to talk about, isn't it? Because it's between them two about mm. what she feels. Because just because she said that doesn't mean it was all right for him
0: to go. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. grab her. But I
2: don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Especially on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh. It I was kind of one
2: of It was just, like, hard to watch, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was weird. Uh, I think it's, it's obviously one of those situations that's hard to talk about yeah. without knowing the full context. But from what you see, I mean, like, there was no excuse for him getting so cosy with her. Yeah. And, um yeah and I also kind of felt a bit like like Catherine Ryan's apology tweet uh not apology tweet sorry um the tweet about it where she was like oh no no it's all fine and whatever and I was kind of like fair play on one hand but then on the other hand like sort of I know it uh, feels like she was kind of condoning that behavior and being like oh no it's okay because I'm like fine with it but obviously not everyone's fine with that yeah. and it's not appropriate behavior so I kind of felt like I don't know she but if she's fine with like
3: it, it in that situation then it's only up to her innit it's not
0: yeah but obviously like it's yeah but that, got then got that s- can be misconstrued and people start to think that that's all right in any situation yeah yeah it kind of normalizes it a bit
1: but yeah. like you can still be fine with it, but still condemn the guy mm. Well, okay Catherine Ryan's tweet was um, some uh, some stand on Twitter tweeted Catherine Ryan using sarcasm to mask her discomfort doesn't exclude what Slotide did to which she replied with he didn't make me uncomfortable this is why we need women in positions of power i knew he had uh, i knew he had lost the moment at uh, the moment he opened his mouth like any heckler coming up against a comic not a woman a comic i was operating two out of ten what a sweet boy i diffused it tonight was really fun uh to which someone else replied to her saying well done well well played catherine but it still does not excuse what he did to which she said he was fine i'm the kind of woman he can say whatever he likes to he's really fun and then a few kisses yeah so it
2: which i like yeah i was like obviously a lot of respect for you know being comfortable in the situation or whatever but i don't know i just felt like it was a little bit
1: you know sort of saying oh yeah it's fine yeah Yeah. it wasn't really fine it was really difficult to watch in the first video where it's just him trying to like make out with her neck and grope her and whatnot it does look like she's really uncomfortable with it but then obviously it's like you can you can still say like, Oh, get your balls out but then still be uncomfortable with the man groping. Yeah, of you. Course so you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Considering he just won Hero of the Year. Mm. that's why he <laughs> was on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it <coughs> it's a really odd one. But then obviously then you can't excuse him trying to fight a fan because the fan was trying to the fan uh from the video calls him out on groping Catherine Ryan, to which then Slow Tide reacts, throws something at him. So the fan throws something back and then Slow tie jumps off the stage and starts trying to attack him. <laughs> But <laughs> actually then does attack him and then gets the, both the fan and him get thrown out by security. Did oh,
2: you man. see the <laughs> the video of KSI? After Slow target gets dragged off, KSI I's just on stage doing the Orange Justice dance. <laughs> 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 oh man.
1: KSI's performed at a few festivals this year. He is. Yeah, yeah. Fucking leads, weird. <laughs> he's pretty fair. I mean, He's got a few decent tracks. I'm not saying he's a good rapper, but there's of a few... of course you would say that. I mean about, yeah. he has a track with Rick Ross, <laughs> which no is pretty decent. Everyone has a everyone track, has has a like, track with Rick
3: yeah. Ross. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> XX has a new track with Rick Ross and he's literally dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not saying you can have a bad I mean can you have a bad track with Rick Ross? Yes. Objectively yes. yes I mean can. objectively yes you can. But it, that one where he's talking about literally date raping a woman.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is, a, is that a thing. Yeah. yeah Literally that. a song where he just talks about putting something in a drink a, you,
3: and you something? ain't even know it or something. I don't even know what song. the song's called. I I just it's not that it exists. Bloody yeah, hell.
1: Sure. I mean cool. so yeah, Kes has got a few of shots. <laughs> moving on from I mean, because he be, yeah, because he um because of the fight and obviously he then made two or three more songs in the build up to the big the the fight. It's just sort of made him a load more famous now, so we, which we can actually do festivals. And there'll be massive there'll be like massive crowds at his Can we talk about how weird the enemy awards are? <laughs> they like they have yeah. not, they have like dickhead of the year and they they
0: have the they have, I don't know if they still have it, but they have this award called Bummer of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> but not you, not you. in the gay slur sense, in the sense that oh damn that's a bummer. Uh, and you know, uh, yeah. I, I oh, <laughs> you know what they awarded it to? I initially well, jumped to You know what they awarded it to? Kurt Cobain's suicide. <laughs> What, this year? No, no, like when he, when he killed himself, he went In oh.
3: 1994, he won bummer of the year. Yeah, for his oh, suicide. Oh, mate, that's
0: terrible. <laughs> what the I fuck? G- I'm Googling awful. this. Jarvis Cocker won best and worst dressed
2: of the year in the same year. <laughs> <laughs> that would be you, though, to be that fair. That would be me. I am Jarvis Cocker. Who won Cocker. dickhead of the year this year?
0: I don't know. I'm checking now.
1: Liam
2: Gallagher look. won it three years in a row. Yeah. He is a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He worked hard for that. <laughs> really hard.
3: I'd argue Noel is more of a dickhead. Yeah,
0: because he's a Tory as well, so automatically he sets standard high for being a dickhead.
3: Remember then when this podcast was a neutral platform? <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it's just. No, <laughs> five beats Saying to that, slander <laughs> Tories too.
1: So you've just said that he won Dickhead of the Year for three years in a row. Then at the Enemy Awards two years ago, he won Godlike Genius Award.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's some. Oh, he did something like that. That award ceremony. Cody was telling me last night. I can't fucking remember what it was.
3: Taylor Swift won an award, and he just got up on the stage. I went, I'm, "I'm gonna let you finish." I'm the godlike genius.
1: It seems like I just saw Courtney Love won an award. <laughs> Best <Yeah>. shot. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done for that one. Because you're correct. Hi, it's Kate. <laughs> 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 She is positive, to be fair. In more ways than one. Oh. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh-huh. find the winners anywhere of any of the awards from last night.
2: And I don't know why. Did last night actually happen, or was that just a dream? <laughs> it's just a <laughs> speculation.
3: <laughs> Shall we move on, Adam?
0: Oh, yeah. Bummer of the year, Kirk Cobain suicide. What, fucking... I'm oh. on enemy
1: 1995 <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell I found I found the uh, the winners from last night so villain of the year was Piers Morgan mm. hero sense. of the year was Slow Time <laughs> 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 <Mainly, laughs> now he's dickhead of the it's mainly because he did the whole Boris Johnson like the headed yeah. thing last yeah. year godlike genius is Emily Evis who I don't know okay um tv series of the year was Peaky Blinders yeah. best <laughs> british song was but Grove Best British act was Easy Life. Greatest music moment of the year was BTS at Wembley Stadium. What the <laughs> fuck? The best British solo act was FKA Twigs. In- oh my god. Why are these so sensible? <laughs> I- the Innovation Award went to the 1975, oh as well god. as the best <laughs> British band. Best band in the world went to Slipknot. Yeah. Music film was Liam Gallagher as it was. Solo act went to Taylor Swift. Boo. <laughs> Literally, boo.
3: You don't like Taylor Swift? No, we had this conversation. <laughs> right. Ta- right, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift email is fucking sick, and you can all shut up. Taylor Swift. Taylor is a- Swift is not sick. Yes, she is, Adam. Why is she sick? She's amazing. She can sing. She used to do great country songs. She's got a brilliant new album out. She's got a great tiny desk.
0: She's great. Do
2: you want to yeah. just cut off Ben's
0: mic?
2: <laughs> <laughs> just get him out of the studio. <laughs>
0: can we talk about how like Taylor Swift turned down going to the Grammys, but she went to the enemy Awards?
1: <laughs> like, just to watch that entire slow tie thing happen, but one is one is super iconic. Yeah. One, you are you. Are, you can see the dickhead of the year, mate. To be fair, do you get yeah. that at the Grammys? No, you just see many dickheads. <laughs> there's a difference, mate. Come on. So there's been there's been a lot happening in the last few the last few months, isn't there? Since we've last discussed, uh, and I'd be I huh? What, what you say? Nothing.
2: What are you saying? <laughs> Nothing, man. Go on. Sorry. <laughs>
1: No, what did you say? I did a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was going to talk about. Um, somehow, so, this was like, cause we we're talking about what we've listened to over the last few months. Um, I was going to say, um, I spent loads of time listening to Circles by Mac Miller, which is a nice transition to the next segment because I wanted to just sort of discuss the album with everyone uh, and get everyone's opinions and just sort of talk about it properly. So, what did you all think? I freaking loved it.
3: Yeah, not as good as Swimming. I preferred it to swimming. Well, then we have to have a bare knuckle brawl. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not again, Ben. <laughs> what did what, you what think, happened Jake? last time? <laughs> yeah,
2: I, yeah, it was nice. Um, um, funnily enough, I'm, I'm, I was never like that into Matt Miller. Not because not I didn't like it; I just never taken the time to properly get into it. But yeah, I did listen for it, and it was like it was
1: nice. See, so, I have a really.
2: Yeah, it's good. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying I prefer swimming. Nah, no, you said
3: it
1: was shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was terrible, and I hated it. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I I got into Mac at a really weird time. I listened to Divine Feminine for the first like was like the first thing I actually got into Mac by. Um, and then when Swimming came out, uh, I was waiting to listen to it. Like when I had a time to listen to it, so I was going to listen to it when I got to uni for the first mm-hmm. time. Uh, when I came back to uh, do journalism, and then he passed away in between him, in between me getting to uni and it'd be it drop him. So I didn't listen to it for ages. And then it then became my favorite, like one of my favorite favorite albums of all time, and it's like a really special thing for me. So then, when this album was announced, I didn't really know how to feel because it was sort of like swimming is a really was a really good endpoint, and they didn't really need the album wasn't like desperately needed. If you know what I mean, like I feel like the album, I feel like he like his discography had already came to a close, sort of. Because um, Swimming's sort of saying like it's okay to be fucked up. If something happens, it's fine. I'm doing okay, even though things are shit. And then obviously, because um, there was meant to be three albums made, so there was swimming and then um, in circles, and there was meant to be another one called um, Towards Oblivion, or called Oblivion. So the whole thing was meant to be Mac is swimming in circles towards oblivion, um, but they were going to record that after the tour, which he then never got to do. So this is now like his last thing that they'll do, and it's like it's a really good album, but I don't know how to feel. Like it's a really difficult listen, and I don't know how to feel about it.
3: Good news is my favourite
1: Mac Miller song now, though. Yeah. I think it's just a really beautiful album like it's not it's not why expected from Mac but then it's not that's not a bad thing mm. like
3: feels like a natural continuation from. Spring yeah and yeah
1: it feels like it is there's is progression there and obviously I'd have loved to have had that third album but a
0: lot of these songs on it do feel like a cry for help which makes it even more sad considering how he we went
1: yeah and obviously there's still there's now the ongoing uh, there's an ongoing case now about a guy who may have laced his drugs that oh yeah that him. whole thing um which is a whole another story for another time yeah. but even t- i think it's, it's a really really good album and i think it's probably gonna end up being one of my favorite albums of the year just because it's mac at the end of the day but i think in terms of like because it's not really a rap record he only raps on like one track on it
0: yeah
1: but it will obviously be called a rap record at the end of the day because it's by a rapper but i think that sort of like slow r&b sort of hip-hop sort of style is probably gonna be one of the better albums of the year for it mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah it was just a really good album i think i mean i wasn't into mac until after he died cause i never really like jake never really took time to listen to him
3: i got into him the summer before because i um i really i always liked the song fight the feeling with kendrick lamar and then my friend showed me swimming i was like mm. <laughs> okay. Why did you make that voice? It's a bit different,
1: but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is basically what Mac was, though. Who was that in the last like, few albums? Like it was, <clears throat> if you listen to the beginning, like the beginning of his like discography, it's all very much just like, like sort of like stoner rap and very basic, and there is nothing really to it. And then at the end of his life, he's a r- he's a really complex artist that does so many different things, and is, was one of the most talented people around yeah it was quite a crazy progression actually and the fact that like, everyone hated him to start with and then like when he passed away ev- like, there was not one bad word about him and everyone was just mm. who hated it? well oh fair Goldlink had
0: oh the fucking Goldlink, Goldlink. that was what mental a tried
1: to, there's a rapper slash like r artist called Goldlink who tried to like send for Mac Miller
0: after he died. This, like, yeah, like,
1: <laughs> three months ago, in, like, December. But like,
0: he waited a year and then was just like, oh, you stole, like, one of my songs, and he's like,
1: he's dead, And mate. Anderson Pack literally just destroyed this man and was like, don't you fucking dare. He just took a bite of him with his teeth. Yeah. Fucking
3: best Anderson teeth Pack,
1: just, Anderson Pack was like, don't you dare do that at all. And yeah. then and Gold Link just never replied to him. He was like, okay. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Sorry. He seems seemed scared by Anderson Pack, mate. Big teeth. He would be. He's a very pretty man. He's, he's, a he's Pack, very he pretty. There's he's a, a picture of
0: him with, it's like... It, teal suit with like a teal score cup. it's beautiful he's gorgeous he is gorgeous mm. like Ruben. <laughs> Ruben's gorgeous
1: like, like <laughs> all three of you oh. cheers mate oh, man. back oh, at thank you, you. Back yeah. at, cheers mate alright now on to actual a big discussion this week oh god yeah we're doing
0: the entire this, decade
1: this could this could take a while so Callum mentioned a question to us over Christmas, and it was, who has been the most influential artists of the last decade? Um, so I want to start with you, Ben. Okay. Who do you think are the three most influential artists of the decade?
3: Let me get up the old Google Doc, Adam.
1: You've not got the Google Doc and
3: according to me, <laughs> <laughs> about two weeks ago, the most influential artists of the decade are the first one being Arctic Monkeys. Because they, because okay. they, uh, well, I don't know. It's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, isn't they kind of just, just redefined indie rock and, and all like that. There, like there's so many copycat bands of their first, like, I don't know, what would you call it, post-rock. That like
2: <coughs> street indie. Yeah, yeah, st- yeah exactly. Street pub indie. indie. It feels like yeah, 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 yeah,
3: that kind of just going down the pub with your mates, being a bloke. I don't, I don't know that <laughs> police fans exactly yeah
0: scrapping despite the fact I can't imagine Paris. Alex Turner doing any of that no <laughs>
3: and then they uh then they moved to the desert rock with Humbug and Suck it and Sea. and th- he did all that stuff with shadow puppets I know that's not technically Arctic Monkeys but
2: but it essentially
3: is Arctic Monkeys yeah. <laughs> he's done I don't know I feel like Alex Turner specifically is probably the most influential like indie artist I feel like you sort time. of brought it
1: back to the mainstream yeah. in a way, in a weird way. Like I feel like it's now the in thing. To, if you're in the UK to listen to indie bands, yeah. And I feel like that's the Monkeys' fault. I mean,
0: that's what all our festivals are now. You know, it? it's all indie rock festivals because of. I'd say, well, not not because of the art. It's been like that since the '90s, I suppose.
3: Like, it, I, you can't find someone who's into like that kind of music who doesn't like yeah. at least one Arctic Monkeys song.
2: Yeah, they're just they're the band, aren't they? The, yeah, they are definitely. the band. They mm-hmm. are
3: the band. Yeah, and then the second one is Mac DeMarco, because
0: that's an interesting one.
3: He's got at first his sound uh, on his first couple of records was all the uh, reverbed out guitars, all wobbly, jangly lead lines, and that's influenced so you can hear it in people like Gus Tapperton. All the bedroom pop stuff is got a, a pretty heavy Mac DeMarco influence. Even bands like Easy Life, who won the uh whatever the fucking award was (laughs) at nma they um you can see that they draw inspiration from all that kind of sound and he initially did it as a joke like on rock and roll nightclub it was all like tongue-in-cheek like deliberately kind of write shit songs and everyone was like oh do more of that so he did and then everyone kind of copied him (coughs) and my last one is bon iver or bon ivor if you're a little proletariat. I thought it was Bon Iver. It's I not bon Iver. It's,
0: bon Iver. it's Bon Iver. And we are the proletariat, to be fair. It's Bon Iver.
2: More like Boner. <laughs> <ver>. <laughs> Epic. F. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, he, um, d- more towards the start of the decade, there were so many, like, ukulele, uh, just that kind of acoustic folk kind of bands and he's always had the very high falsetto vocals and there's so many like copycat examples of that even bands like Vance Joy who got Riptide and I know but pretty much every band I don't not as much now but up to like 2016 who had an acoustic guitar and some falsetto vocals could pretty much thank good old I can't remember his name, Mr. Boniver. <laughs> his name will come to me.
2: Mr. Boniver. Mr. Is Boniver. it? Is he solo or or is it a band? Uh,
3: no, it's solo. Pretty sure. Oh, okay. Might I mean, he does play with a band, but he does it all himself. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. And that is me done. What
2: right oh. Jake? Um, right. So I actually put my artists in last, and some of the ones I was gonna say were taken. taking. So I was like, okay, I'll go a different route. So <laughs> my numero uno was Young Fug because, I mean, the whole auto-tune trap thing has just become like the biggest movement yeah. in like the past, like what, like three or four years. Mm-hmm. You can, like obviously with everything like Travis Scott and Migos um, and just that like Atlanta sound. Um, but obviously he kind of was one of the original pioneers of that and is still doing very well off it and yeah I, d- I think in terms of um, like american hip-hop i feel like that is definitely one of the um the biggest like pioneering sounds and also in terms of him as a person as well um, i think he's, he's very like i don't know he's not afraid to be weird i mean he he dresses Crazy sometimes, like
0: the whole dress
2: thing, yeah. Yeah, like that's just hard, isn't it? <laughs> that in it thats hard. Um, so yeah, fugger definitely. Um, and then secondly, this was more um, a, a personal thing to me. Um, was the band title fight? Um, because pretty much every album they've had has been like an advancement of sound. So the first one's very much like a um like a kind of like 90s New York hardcore punk sound and then it, it moved towards being a lot more like emo and then now, then it just became like a mixture of like fucking like emo shoe and Indian, well, like yeah. shoegay stuff. And you can tell there's a lot of inspiration there from like the Smiths and stuff like that, all, all the like 80s jangly rock.
3: I think they're a really sick band.
2: They are a really sick band. From what I listen to, the vocals kind of remind me a lot of Tom York yeah kind of yeah it's vocals. that really like monitoring <laughs> yeah. um but yeah to to me personally and a, a lot of the bands i'm into i feel like they are a huge inspiration and like kind of with like the Arctic Monkeys thing there was just so many copycat bands afterwards but i'm all for that to be honest i'm i'm happy with that um and then number three I said Lady Gaga because she is just cool, isn't she? She's (laughs) just well (laughs) cool. Um, (laughs) So it's
3: okay to like Lady Gaga, but when I say I like Lady Yeah, because Lady Gaga is cool. Lady Gaga is cool. Lady Gaga is a unique artist.
2: Taylor Swift (laughs) is so vanilla, man. (laughs) Oh, just fuck off. (laughs) Whereas Lady Gaga is absolutely (laughs) chocolate
3: pudding. Yeah, she wore some fucking steaks (laughs) on (laughs) her. (laughs) She (laughs) also (laughs) makes (laughs) interesting
1: (laughs) pop music.
3: She's no Tay-Tay. Actually, I'm Carly Rae Jepsen makes the most interesting pop music. Yeah, and Carly Rae Lord Jepsen. No, 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 I
1: agree with that. Carly, Carly Jepsen is a legend. great artist. I'd say a lot. So Lord is Lord Charlie God, XCX. Carly Jepson. Jepson. Yeah. There's so there's a lot of good pop music, but Taylor Swift doesn't make much of it. I think that. Um, and for the one of the biggest, for like probably the biggest pop, like a uh, female pop artist in the world, it's not a very good representation of the genre because she's producing shit most of the time.
2: Mm. And also uh, the thing uh, I was going to say about Lady Gaga and being so influential, I feel like all those female artists that you just mentioned um lady gaga was sort of before them and was yeah. like ah, you know yeah. what it's it's fine to be just do crazy shit there's a lot and of not give a like fuck
0: self-expression mm. lady gaga's music yeah. and
2: image that she kind of
0: started
1: yeah i feel really. like she was one of the first especially in like this generation was one of the first artists to be a bit weird and wacky and out there and obviously like the meat dress obviously is so iconic nowadays but without things like that and being just herself and wearing stupid things all the time i don't think you'd get people like thug are being as out there as who they are like yeah in literally like anyone doing it like it it sort of changed a lot of people's perception you can just sort of be whoever you want to be we would literally have no young thug if it wasn't for lady gaga yeah that, con- that, con- that, that would be a world i, do I don't want to live in exactly. <laughs> exactly um but yeah good three right you cal
0: um well first one i'm going for is beyonce yeah. i think beyonce queen bee queen bee Beehive. um, she very much I think we've got fucking notes mate um, she's very much uh, pure cultural force of this generation three solo albums this decade seven Guinness world records what what is it? do you know? I don't fully know what they are I just know she's going to have a look look at them (laughs) (laughs) and 36 Grammy nominations I think she won 13 of them Um, uh, it's just you you can't go anywhere without knowing beyonce, yeah, and she she doesn't just make generic pop music. the three albums she released over the past decade have have like taken influences from across all genres, so a um and she does makes fucking awesome music doesn't fucking she? amazing she can belt a tune now yeah she, she has got she has some got some long best range I've ever heard. Also, like for example, Lem- Lemonade is like blues, jazz, soul, country, rock, hip hop, all of it just blended into one. She sampled like Led Zeppelin, she got Jack White to produce uh, some tracks. It was fucking amazing. She was very much a driver in the feminist political movement, like the new third wave feminism that we've seen in the past 10 years. I, um, also, you had the Black Lives Matter movement, her and another artist, which I'm going to get onto next. In terms of music, we very much pioneers, in in that. I mean, she rocked up to the Super Bowl in full on just Black Panther attire, pu- performing
2: formation. I mean, it, she, she's fucking badass, isn't it? in yeah, it. It's yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. Um, I've got, I've got the. Uh, there have you got? Him? Go on. Um, I don't know if these are the actual Guinness ones, but this is what's come up. So it, it's Beyonce became the first Black woman's headline Coachella in 2018. Uh, Beyonce has been named the highest paid black recording artist of all time right mean, that's that, pretty that's mental yeah uh, Beyonce is the first artist to have a first six albums debut at number one also incredible um, most nominated woman in Grammy history first woman to win six Grammys in one night um, <laughs> Beyonce received the highest paid Pepsi deal ever given to any other recording artist Um, Okay, this list is really long. I'm not going to go any further down (laughs) it, but yeah.
0: (laughs) But, like, you can't deny she's one of the most, I'd say one of the most influential artists of all time. And also, for her self-titled album Beyoncé and Lemonade are all fucking banging albums. And, you know, the whole uh, um, surprise album kind of rollout that people do now, Mm -hmm. whether it's dropping I Want the blue, all started from Beyoncé. She made it popular. She made it big with her self-titled. She's one of the first artists okay. to do that, and it just blew up from there.
3: Wow.
0: A, yeah. um, the next artist I'm going to talk about is... I mean, it has to be Kendrick Lamar.
1: I, I was going to say yeah. Kendrick. I, I was, was surprised put him. you didn't I put Kendrick. because I, kn- I didn't put Kendrick on my list because I knew that you were going to have yeah. him. So I was like, I'm not going to say that. Because I first went for Tyler. Mm. But then I saw you didn't put Kendrick. I was like, ah, I've got to put Kendrick.
0: Yeah. I mean, Kendrick, like, he he made... Albums popular again with Good Kid Mad City, mm-hmm. with Pimper Butterfly, with Damn. He made making albums popular again rather than just putting out singles after single after single. I mean, he's the first, I think, what is it, the first artist outside of jazz and country to win a Pulitzer Prize mm-hmm. for oh, wow. Damn? Really?
1: Yeah. yeah. Arguably should have won it. Arguably, out of the three of out, his last albums, it was the worst one. Yeah, it's a Butterfly
0: show. It probably got, if you're going to put that same, same thing. in it,
1: that, it's still that incredible thing. album was his worst one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Damn, it's the worst of the three albums. Yeah. And it's, it's still one of the best rap albums that was put out in the last decade. He's
0: constantly redefining himself, he's constantly exploring new sounds, he's constantly creating new concepts to base his albums around. I mean, Good Kid, Mad City is all about his childhood, about growing up. A, um, he's part of the generation born under the crack era, under Ronald Reagan. So Section 80 and Good Kid, Mad City, to an extent, all about that. To, to Pimp a Butterfly is it is the sound of the Black Lives Matter movement, which was mm. such a big movement, social movement, in this decade. I mean, All Right was literally their anthem. Yeah. They would, they would march, chanting to it. And fucking, I think that's one of the most important albums of all time. I gave it another listen like the other day. I was like, you could write a fucking dissertation on that. I reckon.
2: I think um also as well. I mean, that's just become like to pimp a to pimp a butterfly has just become like an instant classic, didn't it? It was yeah like, yeah on the same par as like. Illmatic, yeah,
1: like stuff like Illmatic, it just came it, out and everyone's like, "Yes, this I think is the album." It is our generation's like classic rap album. Like, yeah. I obviously, yeah. I wasn't, a, I wasn't alive when Illmatic dropped. I didn't see that sort of like progression and like the hype about it. But I remember when Spin Butterfly was dropping and hearing the singles, like hearing there's a different version of I, which is more upbeat and like groovy. Yeah, yeah the single version. And I prefer then, the single version. And then the li- the on the one on the albums live, and then there's the big argument afterwards, and then Kendrick does the speech afterwards. Like, there's so yeah. I, we watched it all drop and then there was no i don't think i've ever seen any bad reviews of it even when it first came oh, out no. everyone don't loved it i think it
2: would be possible to do really <laughs> i think even if you didn't like the music i think from like an analytic point of view it would just be hard to criticize One, and
0: i don't and, yeah, yeah. Um, and we've seen in hip-hop culture that th- th- there's a generation gap between old heads and new heads and i feel like kendrick lamar is the one artist that bridges both of them yeah. to where they both go yeah yeah he's the one yeah. He, he is he is he's gonna be the artist of this generation that is remembered for yeah
2: decades. And he deserves it as well. He I fully mean, deserves he it. just pure talent. He's really like. short though. <laughs> he is really short. <laughs> he Tell he is is short. You though. I saw him like Is Ben Dodd Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw him like five years ago at Leeds Fest or something. And I remember him he coming jealous. out and just being absolutely gassed and then being like, wait, is he actually that small? <laughs> <laughs> he's a little bloke. <laughs> yeah, he's well cute. <laughs> and then everyone was chanting stuff like, oh, you want you Leeds? And he looked so confused as to what was going on, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Do
1: we think we're going to get a Kendrick album this year? I hope so. Yeah, that would be think, nice. I think there probably will be one. I'm thinking mm. it'll probably be like September time. Yeah, it was, was the last thing that was dropped the Black Panther soundtrack? Yeah, yeah. Do we 20. count that? Yeah, because well, he was. He's
0: discography or d- yeah, uh, just,
1: I do because he. Well, I mean, he's on. He's on every single track. He produced everything. Like him and. Um, I suppose Saturday Night. Well, Saturday Top Night, Top Night Fever is a Bee Gees album, but that's a soundtrack. Yeah. So, but yeah, he produced everything on it, and he's on every single track in some way. So and it's I like, suppose yeah, yeah, but
0: I, um, even even the throwaways from *To Pimper Butterfly*, the Untitled Unmastered, is a fucking amazing yeah. album.
3: Oh,
1: is that? That's B-Sides from... Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Is from, from... Oh, Butterfly, I never knew that. Which is eight, ridiculous. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's eight. Fucking crazy. eight B-Sides and it's like, it was one of the better rap albums that year and all B-Sides. Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I'd say the only
0: artists that I'd say, like, only two artists that I'd say are as interesting as Kendrick at the moment is JPEG and Danny Brown. I just think because Atrocious uh, Exhibition is... I'd say he's the best rap album for the past decade. As much as I love Kendrick's album, like, the Tross Exhibition was just fucking perfect. Yeah. So, well, and Denzel Curry. I can't forget. <laughs> I am a Denzel Curry stan. We'll touch on that we'll a yeah, we'll little bit later. We'll
1: touch right on that a little
2: bit later. And well, uh, what's what's everyone's favourite Kendrick song before I move on? Oh. oh, shit, that was King in Kunta
3: is mine. King what? Kunta, I don't know how you say it. <laughs> King Kunta. It's <laughs> very
0: close it. to somewhere else. There. <laughs>
2: Oh, favourite. Um, good Kid. Yeah. I'd probably say. I'll I, either say Hub Politics or Money Trees. Oh, well, Money, Money Trees, Trees is fucking yeah. I think Art of Peer Pressure is great. No, yeah, yeah, it mine's mm. Money
1: Trees. Yeah. I think Art of Peer Pressure is amazing because it's or like an to Have up. you
2: ever heard, I mean, this isn't just directly Kendrick, it's um, it's Black Hippie, which is obviously Kendrick, yeah. Schoolboy Q, Absol, yeah. Or that, J-Rock. Um, yeah. But they did a remix of that part so yeah so that good. was yeah. Yeah. so good that
0: schoolboy q's verse and that yeah. is fucking amazing that's just
2: straight
1: <laughs> um i'd say um spiteful chance good I spiteful chance great, great. Mm-hmm. um adhd has a really special place in my heart yeah, it was yeah, the first because it was on gta it was the first thing i actually like probably heard of kendrick i was like this is sick let me look into yeah. this it's man a proper more. party song though. yeah um Eight doobies to the face it's Fuck like that, that. <laughs> I, also this is a really controversial show i love xxx with you too. I think it's oh, amazing. Yeah, no, Cause, yeah, because that's there, Everyone's like, "Oh, Kendrick's going to make a rock album. What's he what the fucks he doing?" I love the first half of
0: that song. The second half, I'm not too sure. <laughs> the second half
1: where it's just him, it's like slowed down. I'm not yeah. as much fan of, but the like the actual like in your face rock it's part of
2: that
1: I song. I that- <laughs> 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 it's Oh, yeah. It's such a banger. It's such a banger. It is, it, that is a banging song to be and fair. I feel like it's like one of the underrated shouts of like one of his best. I
0: like, think Duckworth on that album is fucking amazing yeah the st- story like really underrated so yeah, yeah. That, at the end when, like, when he just links it, that's what Kendrick's also, really good at he's got to tell the story and then just hitting you with a twist yeah. right the production the from
1: Ninth Wonder though as well is amazing mm. yeah. it's insane because like three, it's three u- different unique beats that all work together and blend together really well
0: that's the thing that Kendrick has had in each album he's had amazing producers around him mm-hmm. I mean he had Dr. Dre for Good Kid he had I mean he had loads of people for Tipping with Butterfly like George Clinton Thundercat Etc., etc., and I mean, you mentioned Ninth Wonder in Dam, and he had loads more. That I don't know the producer credits for that, but there's so many, fucking just phenomenal eyes of the past decade. Yeah, good shot car. Um, and the last one, probably want to feel like I'm gonna have to justify the most. Yeah, I
3: read it and I was like, for this decade, I
0: I wanted to slap you. I, I am gonna i hold on, David Bowie. No. I'm, I'm gonna say not for this, this decade, decade I'm gonna uh, let me fucking
1: I mean no give you a point but I'm telling it, you he
0: is an odd one to include at first but yeah he think he's had a career spanning six decades and each decade he's been in he to find that decade in some way he's continued to redefine himself in the same way that Kanye redefines himself beyond say Kendrick um, and I think as an artist in the last in this last decade He kind of represents the end of an era, because that generation of the artists that defined rock and roll, the past decade they were dying out, they were going, and the albums he released, whilst yes, maybe not music as a whole, that whole I guess pantheon of just rock and roll, a icons, the albums he two albums released the next day and Black Star, I guess were like they felt like an epitaph. For those, uh, for those icons. Um.
2: Oh what? Epitaph. I've never heard that. What one. is that word?
1: <laughs> me and Jake looked at like what? like. Never heard <laughs> the word epitaph. No. We both yeah. just looked at like. What does it
0: mean, Carl? The word epitaph. Oh, he's under pressure. <laughs> he doesn't even know. <laughs> he does does no, like, no, fuck off. No, <laughs> it no, it, it's like. Go on. A summary, oh fuck fuck off. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will come It's on the tip of my fuck off. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you It's all. on the tip of my fuck off. <laughs> it's on the, Just of fuck my, off. on the tip of my fuck <laughs> off. <cop. laughs> yeah, a person or thing that is a perfect example of a particular
1: quality or type. Fuck off. Just, <laughs> just what I said. <laughs> fuck off. Okay, no, that's that's exactly what I said. It's the correct word to use, but no one knows what that word was. Even you. Did you just
3: fucking pinch that off no. Wikipedia? Man? No. <laughs> <laughs> you so did. Yeah.
1: No, I wrote
0: this at fucking four in the morning, that's why. <laughs> no
3: way you thought of the word epitaph in four in the morning. Looking at
1: Pitchfork. Like, oh, what did they use? <laughs> Who <Where> the fuck <laughs> was that pitchfork? <laughs> you. <laughs> epitaph. Epitaph. Carry on. Cinnamonins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A, um fuck, fuck off <laughs> <laughs> come on get back to topic come on you can do this mate I believe in you um, I mean The Next Day is that album's about it's embracing your past self but also willing to innovate and not hold on I mean that, that, remember that Tyler the Creator interview when he was a, um, saying the reason Eminem's music so shit at the moment is because he's holding on to the past but not willing to advance Yeah, that's what the entirety of The Next Day is about and especially in a decade of music, that's all about innovation. I feel, I feel like it just summarizes it perfectly. And I mean, Black Black Star is just that. Th-
1: <laughs> it's just everyone's Sorry. looking at looking down. I just on about. My phone's like going off. It's because Slow Tide's just tweeted out like a big apology sort <laughs> of thing, which is why I was a bit like, "Well," which I'll touch on after you left. Yeah. Finished. I mean, Black Star. When you
0: listen back, it it's like. It feels like a four hundred eulogy for his death.
3: Yeah, what's uh, that one mean, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck <laughs>
0: off! <laughs> um, it when listening to the product, so it felt a lot like Unknown Pleasures, which you know it might be a bit of bias because I love that album so much. But
3: wait, you like Unknown Pleasures? Yeah, like, You should get it. a T-shirt with it. Yeah, it. Should I
0: should get a T-shirt. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about it for Classics Week one week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where you re-listen and end up hating it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That was just a look
0: of disgust from Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that's pretty much
1: it. Yeah, but I feel okay. My right, one argument, on. my one argument to this would be, fuck off. Okay, <laughs> that is not my <laughs> argument. No, um, Bow. I'm not saying that Bowie is not influential. That is not what I'm saying at all. Because that would be
2: a silly thing to say. This yeah, this
1: decade, though, there are so many artists that have had way bigger. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd say White not mm, No, he, d- you he didn't. say d-
3: that about anyone on the
1: list. You could say, yeah. like, no, th- I suppose. But I feel like. Depends on the genre question. The question was, I'm going for the rock and roll people.
0: genre, and and he, he yeah. he's summarized and perfectly.
1: I suppose. I suppose. When, I guess, when I guess, did guess, the
0: Blackstar guess, album come out? 2016. Yeah. It was the day of his death. I think. Uh, yeah. No. I, his I, death. I think that's a fair. I point. I think you've argued it well, mate. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, it, Apart yeah. from
2: not knowing what epitaph means. Fuck off.
0: Oh, is that, Joel?
1: Our friend Joel just walked past the studio. Right. Get him no, in. Get him no, him in. Yeah, can we get him
2: in? Yeah, can, go, can we go get go him in? in. Go Joe. Right.
1: <laughs> Pause it while he does it. No. Carl's just oh, gone right.
2: out of the studio without his shoes on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he never put his shoes hi. back on. Come and say hi. Come and say, say hi. But you're recording right yeah, yeah. yeah. now. Yeah, come on, just come say hi Come say hi I get camera Joe, come on. Just say hello. Just say hello. hello. there. Perfect. Perfect. Have fun with your camera mate. In a bit. Okay, so my <laughs> well, that was that was lovely. My uh, three, I feel like one is very one is makes a lot of sense, and I mean they all make sense to be fair. Uh, number one would be Drake, um, most influential because I don't think you
0: can argue Drake, yeah, like against Drake. No yes. matter if
1: you like his music or not, he has brought hip hop to the mainstream fully. He's been the yeah. like, the most. He is technically a legend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whether you like his music or not, he is. In terms of like, he's sold the most rap albums of all time. He's been number one the most, like one of the most times this decade. Like he's, yeah. he's very accessible, mm, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's an I think
3: ent- that's a bit of a downfall as well, though. Like he's set like, it just yeah. becomes so surface level. I think like entry level.
2: Yeah, but that's just what he is, though. Into yeah, and you need artists like that at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, um, but. Yeah. But if you there is there is some Drake album like the like some of Drake's early stuff I really enjoy. There's not been much I've enjoyed in the last like yeah, I four, can't deny. Like if three you're
0: three reading audio. this, it's too yeah, late. i and, and the, the, sure it's the
1: anniversary today of that
0: coming
3: the
2: blue, out. The blue, album. Nothing was the, the same. But, um, N-
0: nothing was the same. That is. Yeah, yeah. Whatever
3: that one is. That's, the yeah. one where it's just
2: yeah. yeah nothing was make the make same. Oh, that's a cool. album He also did a um, a lot to put on like the UK hip hop scene as well. So much cool.
0: Like Boy Better Now and yeah. Is he a producer on Top Boy? Or it, he's got yeah, I mean, he did some something, something with that Boy, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh yeah, he, he brought um he brought J Jay, Jay Huss out at one of his
1: It is shows when the, he um, came out of Yeah, it's and the and fifth year yeah. as of recording, awesome. it's the fifth year anniversary if you if you're reading this at too late. Which is my favourite Drake album. It is a it is a good album to be I can't deny that.
0: Everything else he's done is shit, but yeah.
1: <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything 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 like, like, from three. views onwards. I you think set. views are. I
2: quite like views.
1: I don't like views. Views, I, I mean, I suppose for me, um, I listen to. All, I, I have. He's not f-
3: an albums artist at all anymore. No, no but I
1: listened to that. I listened to that as an album, and there was a time of my life when it came out where I was like, "Yeah, this is really good," and I really enjoyed it, and it's like reminds me of that, like the song with um, "Painful Rih- Adolescence." Rihanna, on that. is it too good? Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Song. It's a banger.
3: My album
2: is the one with Future, with Diamonds. Oh uh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh yeah! That
1: but album, Have sucks. you heard the new Drake and Future song? No. Life is good.
2: Yes. I'm
1: a, I'm kind of a big fan. Yeah. I'm. I'm I yeah. used to love Future. Same. Yeah, Future's good. Good. Germany you know dropped two like hour and a half albums in two weeks. Yeah, and they were both just one. And there was one good song <laughs> on two on <Yeah>. two albums, <laughs> <laughs> which was "Mask Off," and that was it. Speaking of Drake, that's one artist that
0: a um many like a lot of hip hop artists when they collab with him. I don't think there's ever a bad song. Like when every song that Meek Mill does with Drake is amazing. Every yeah. song that Rick Ross does with Drake is amazing. I
1: think he's a great he's a great collaborator he's a great ca- like collab artist. Especially like you yeah. saying he's brought at least brought a lot of um, there's quite a lot of UK names that were really small, which then Drake's got jumped on their track. He's liked it, and then it's became a really big track and put that person on. But then like there's n- because he's such a big artist and he's so successful pretty much every everything he's doing is hitting like at the minute <laughs> i just look i was looking at my socks then i look up and i just see ben just s- looking at me and smiling <laughs> i was just looking at him looking at his socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice but yeah i feel like drake in the last he hasn't really missed a shot he's taken apart from apart from to push a t because that, <laughs> that was, was that, that was, so, that was so funny but apart from that Apart from trying to hide a child and then push T-Final out and destroying you, <laughs> apart from that, he's had a pretty pretty big decade for the man. Uh, next up, I had chance the rapper. Um, the big day, absolutely quality album. Change, change the game. <laughs> if you're deaf. The reason I put Chance on the list was mainly for what he's done for independent artists. Obviously, he's remained independent his entire uh, the entire time, and he's the f- oh, he's the first independent artist to win a Grammy um, while staying independent. Uh, and not with a re-release. So obviously um with coloring book, the Grammys changed the the um they changed the policy to then allow artists who had self-released an album self-released an album and a piece of work to then be nominated for uh, for a Grammy because before you had to go through a record label to get a nomination for it. You were into him for a long time <coughs> before even hearing Acid Rap, weren't you though? Yeah. Which is
3: just insane to me.
1: Would wait, wait, no dream. No, I listened to Acid Rap before. oh did you?
3: Yeah. I, who did
0: it was me. Oh, was it you? Yeah. I, I hadn't really given him a chance, and then oh, used someone right. to listen to Acid Rap, really Sorry,
1: liked it, and then, I've just he, dropped the <laughs> then he dropped the Big Day. He dropped the Big Day. Yeah, the Big Day, yeah, the like, big hey,
2: day I mean, is a anymore. bit of a miss. <laughs> yeah, even though the Big Day happened, there's no denying. I still yeah, yeah, don't I don't deny think, what? He's I think about if you're an independent colouring so book in Acid Rap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then even yeah. things like the Social Experiment are really good. Like it's really good and really different. And even Ten Dates at Summer's like it's obviously like comparing it to now. It's obviously quality-wise, it's horrible. But at the time when that came out. That was still amazing for someone who made an album, who made a record in ten days, whacked up on SoundCloud and then found success from it. Mm. I think it's well I think it's more like he's so influential because it's sort of shown that like anyone can do it if you actually believe in yourself and I like, bet on yourself to it. And obviously, like he's had lose he's had he's publicly shown he's had so many record offers which he's just destroyed them and not accepted them and done it all and, like bet on himself and done it all work. And now he's one of the he's still even though how bad the big day was, he's still one of the biggest artists there is. And I'm still so excited for his collaboration with uh, Gambino that's coming at some point this year, apparently. Do you remember it when he tweeted that point. he was
2: sorry about the album? Yeah. <laughs> I <felt laughs> really? I felt really yeah. bad
1: about that.
3: I thought that he, he was like, proper beef in people on Twitter, uh, on not, not on Instagram, like people I think he would comment like this is fucking terrible and he'd be like oh you make a better album then
0: mate. I was like alright.
3: Did he actually apologise? Yeah he said, oh. he said sorry but I that can't was
2: remember kind of exactly put, yeah it was yeah. funny though. I mean, was I mean to be fair, it's weird because apology
1: it, not accepted, <laughs> it's still <not> a shit <laughs> album. I remember, when Callum f- I remember when you first listened to the album <laughs> Alan, and you were, you were live tweeting your reaction. From the Music reaction. Box account on Twitter and it was at Music Box 1. It was pretty horrible but it, it, was, it was genuinely just I think even awful. with that even with that horrible album he is still one of the most the, one of the biggest artists of the last decade in terms for of,
0: independent artists and especially
1: yeah. like yeah like in terms of people now musicians now don't have to sign a massive like I mean you never did anyway but now because that he's made it possible so you can still win awards you can still get the recognition you can now bet on yourself and still make a massive success of yourself and he's proved it's doable while still making loads of money and being a a worldwide star I think he has to be one of the most influential artists <laughs> you're smiling at me again so
3: you just smiled to yourself and then I looked at
0: you you're a weird dude <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I just like-, like his voice man <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys that's no, alright
1: uh, and okay. then my, my third artist is Travis Scott uh, yeah <laughs> um, I feel like he's sort of while guys like th- like he's almost a different wave of like I don't even really know how to describe it like because it is in a way like auto like auto tune rap it, it, and it's a yeah. bit trap influenced but it's so unique and on its own like it doesn't a bit trap influenced uh, yeah. just a little bit yeah. I mean it's more K in like, pop influence I'd say yes. Yes. I mean it's in like delicate he's balance. no Migos but he's not like he's not Drake either he's sort of like a midpoint between like between proper trap and I mean, yeah. Mm.
0: Do you mean the trap sound or actual trap? Because sa- trap music is no. about drug dealing. The, and sound. <laughs> the sound. The sound.
1: Not, like you can see his influence and yeah. where he's came from, but then he's then also then brought that to the mainstream. <laughs> 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 How <laughs> to make a Travis Scott? It. <laughs> it's that easy. um But yeah, he sort of made it. He's made. I mean, some of his out al- like the albums part over the last decade have been. Insane. Like rodeo is great. Rodeo's mm. amazing. Days for the and Rodeo are amazing. I think Birds uh, Birds in the Trap is mm. class. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Astro World still bumps. <laughs> still bumps. Still bumps. Still bumps. <laughs> Wonderful on that with uh, the weekend is banging. Mm. Oh, big track. Um and obviously Astro World being like three years and delayed and then it finally coming out and being a massive success. I didn't like Astro World at all. Well bye I,
0: I, I just found A it was bloated. And
1: yeah, there's, there could have been some, tr- <coughs> yeah, some, there could there, was, there should have been a few tracks on there that didn't make it out straight up. And there was only it just like a few, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's only a few songs I felt like I could take from it and like can't say I thought it was a great song, and then that's it. <laughs>
1: Joel, then Joel has killed his camera the building. and he's left. I wonder what he's, he's going to build him.
0: him,
1: just his room.
0: Quest Lovers in the house,
1: you could say, same, same. Um. But yeah, I think just just the style he's made has now brought so many, yeah, he's, so he's many, many big, artists big on. Like, people, but it, the biggest song in the world right now is the box by Roddy Rich, and you can just like, if that song came out by Travis Scott, you wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm. Like, despite Justin Bieber's best intentions to knock <coughs> you off, <the coughs> front big spot. tune, big tune. Um, you've just mentioned Questlove, and you've you've raised an interesting point though well you've m- reminded me of an interesting point i am an. Interesting i watched a quest love video the genius part the other day What's it was Questlove love is a drummer for the roots what right. is the drummer for the roots quest love is in the house as he says yeah right okay um and he did the co. he's on he was on a, an episode of the co-sign by genius um i love the Co- it's a really it's, such it's a, a really video. fun series um where if you don't know basically like a, a massively known artist will listen to some like Either like underground artists or artists who've just hit the scene, and then he have to say which one you prefer and which is the best one. Um, and he was on it, and you mentioned earlier about the generational gap with Kendrick and how Kendrick sort of bridged that gap. And he, is someone who is from the old school, was saying that old heads are just stupid because they're not going they're not letting themselves develop. Like, mm. of course, nothing's going to stay the same. Whereas, a lot, like, I feel like there is obviously always going to be uh, people from the last generation who don't enjoy the new the new stuff. But a lot of the time, they don't appreciate and accept that play, like yeah. that music's developing and that things are changing and that they label everything the thing as shit
0: but you're from exactly. a generation where Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch exist like exactly. you know Mark Wahlberg yeah. that group oh man <laughs> yeah, I know Marky Mark <laughs> and
1: the Funky Bunch but yeah I think it was a really interesting point by Chris love because obviously he's one of the most known people of the old school mm. being that like some of these guys are, are so amazing doing stuff that we could never think of doing, and they've they're doing so well for it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's so annoying when boomers go like, Oh, rap
2: shit now. Like, do you remember in the 90s where it was right good? Which is like, Yeah, a fair play on one hand, it was like obviously you had legends, but and then the other side, you had like fucking MC Hammer and shit, vanilla ice, vanilla ice, ice yeah. Like, Whereas now, yeah, like there's some shit artists, but at the same time, you've got we're living in the area of fucking Kendrick. Yeah, like some of the biggest fucking rappers ever. With like the best production in hip hop ever, has yeah, been this generation.
1: Yeah, I feel like the there's like old heads annoy me and like aren't willing to accept change. Just, boomers, just, didn't, just in man. any, just in anything. Just mm. okay, boomer. Like speaking okay, of boomers, boomers. It's fucking you've seen the Green Day shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100 percent pure uncut. No Swedish song right here. No sweet. No swede That was
0: such what? a weird Why What's that a sp- reference to? A I don't drink? know. Uh, Wait, I what? Think, I think
1: it's a Drake thing. Oh.
0: It's like, no Swedish songwriters, no trap beats. no percent no pure, 808%.
1: uncut rock.
3: And you made a fucking shit album. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fontana give it a zero out of ten. Good. Really? Oh,
3: yep. Green Day haven't done anything good since... Kel, was it you who tw- tweeted
2: things Idiot? saying, like, no, damn it, I was American really Idiot excited sucks. to see the Green Day Playboy carty feature? Yeah. <laughs> <something. Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> In New York, they do Millie
0: Rock. Mm-hmm. I mean... Playboy Carti invented music. We can't deny that. It's in fact, he is the
1: most influential artist of any generation. Yeah, why
2: well, did none of us say Playboy Carti? Well, then
1: yeah. let's say in that. Should this, is there any honorable mentions? We feel like we should have mentioned Playboy Carti. Playboy Cartier, yeah. Tyler the Creator, Tyler. I feel like you could even mention uh, Ken- uh, Kanye in this as well as a massive. Yeah, I mean,
0: Kanye. I'm surprised you didn't. Mention yeah, Kanye. I was I gonna, but gonna, but I'm
1: just. Kanye. I talk about him too much. I need to yeah. give him a bit of time off from of time yeah. you know? um, Hard life of a stem. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, you've got the.
0: I can't from this generate shit. I've turned Taylor to Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift, hundred percent is one. Thank as much as I don't like them. her music, you can't deny her Thank influence. You, sir. <sighs> You're right. He's right, painfully. He's right. Taylor Swift is the Drake of pop pop music.
3: Oh, she's not. Even she, actually that. She, actually she actually is. She actually is. Yeah, yes, oh she is. What do you
1: mean she's not that She's mainstream. not that mainstream. I mean,
3: she does international. I mean, she, yeah, she is mainstream. She's, but she's done does good un- stuff.
1: She's, she's done did- an international stadium tournament. No, I don't She's I didn't mainstream. Mean main- oh, Adam, fuck off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> 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 I didn't mean mainstream. I meant. Ben's she's not made that. a big mistake here. She's not. And Taylor Swift too. is the epitaph of mainstream music. You're a fucking epitaph of the.
2: Taylor Swift has 37.5 million more listeners. I didn't
3: fucking mean mainstream.
2: So, what did you mean?
3: <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know I'm not going to brainstorm Her best
1: stuff was her country stuff uh, Yeah look, A new I'll album give, sick I'll, as well I'll be honest with you Leave right? it out I'll be honest <laughs> with you The album Reputation has some bangers on it
3: What's her newest album because it's good
0: <laughs> She dropped a new album
3: Yes <laughs> 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 She did
0: She might not be as mainstream as I thought then. Shit I know <laughs> I'm having a look now on None spot, of
3: you right. have even heard of Taylor Swift <laughs> Name five Taylor Swift
0: songs <laughs> I don't think I can Actually no. to be fair I, I could
3: I could, could.
1: I I
0: could. Bad blood. What is there it? What's the Romeo there. and
3: Juliet one? Oh yeah, that's a fucking bad story. Tell me, twenty two is an absolute Love bot. story? Tell me. She
1: released an album last year called Lover.
3: Yeah. Ah. Title track fucking slaps. Oh
0: because yeah, you had all those stands going. stream Lover. Yeah. Under but like then every post. me, was me, all me, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> me with, with
1: Brandon O from Panic at the Disco, maybe one of the worst. It's almost as bad as Yummy by Justin Bieber. Yeah, but that's <laughs> Panic at the Disco. <laughs> Just him, just Brandon, though, but Panic of the Disco are shit and are not a rock band. Yes, Shut up. <laughs> they're not a rock <laughs> well, that, that band. They're not, a, a, band. <laughs> they're not a rock band anymore. Shut him up for a good ten seconds. Legendary They're not a rock band. No, they're a because legendary High Hope, emo band. High Hopes has been number one of the rock charts for now yeah, over a year. they've gone shit, but They're not a rock you band. You can't... That's not a rock song.
3: Yeah, alright, mate. You can't fucking judge bands like that on what they're putting out now, because it's all shit.
1: You said the same thing about Gambino, that he's not a rapper anymore. Oh, I know, but yeah, but he's not in—he's not in the rap charts though. Like, he's not like. I he'll be in the in the urban category. You're, of the you're charts. pigeonholing too much. I'm just though. saying, no. But you're boxing the, them into too panic in the genres. genres. They're, They're looking, allowed to be multi-genre artists. They are. But I'm only mad. At, I'm mad at more at Billboard and yeah. yeah oh yeah, when when they were
0: company. like, oh yeah, the best because rock songs, and it's like it's none of panic, them. Are, it's all panic it's This has been
3: the most rock aggressive rock. episode. It
0: has, hasn't it? I was listening to the wholesome one last night. Fuck off! <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> I can
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What's next? Uh, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats this yeah, past weekend oh, oh, dropped I, Unlocked. I it's so it fucking so good. good. It's so I made really some so notes much. when I was listening to it. I, I'm getting up. I'm going to get up. So for open. those who don't know, Kenny Beats is uh, a producer. Pro- he's, made, he's, he's made famous by the YouTube series that really The for it Wasn't It. Yeah, which
2: is a really clever move. Yeah. yeah it's really a, smart it's such a good idea yeah, smart.
1: yeah he, but he's also
0: defining himself as one of the most necessary producers oh he's yeah well, his, the last
1: few albums he's dropped has been amazing obviously anger Rico management nasty. Rico nasty was great seven 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 with keys really good I, um, um oh vince staples netflix and chill everything yeah. he's done with vince staples netflix and chill with uh, Grido, vince staples and then this as well vince staples actually no, that's one that i want to say as one of
0: the most influential artists yeah just vince staples fucking love vince staples do you on.
3: like
0: Vince Staples? Yeah, I love Vince Staples. Say it one more time. I love Vince Staples. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, read out your notes, mate. What did you th- what did you think? They're not as all-encompassing as I thought they were <laughs> 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 when I wrote them. I've just written country sample in second song, which there is at the end. There really is? Yeah. And then I really like the third song, because in the hook he said... About Los Santos. Um, oh, when he's talking about, yeah. I got
0: Franklin's Los Santos. And I got Stones, Thanos, Thanos. And
3: Lando, and I was just like, "Oh, that was pretty cool." <laughs> but it's yeah, I really liked it. I don't ever really listen to that sort of mm. stuff, but I uh, I will listen to that again. Yeah, I want, I,
0: want more from them. I, I yeah. think this was created because he did. He, they went into the they had the cave episode, and it was three days after same. that, they through three days they just recorded this.
2: Well, I mean, and I w- I was saying to. Adam last night that um it's really good it's really hard but i feel like it was a, a project do you know what i mean and that is yeah, it's it. not and i don't actually feel i don't know because i w- i think what it was i went in expecting more because obviously kenny beats is a fucking sick producer denzel curry is like one of the most consistent rappers of like the past five years he's not, not years dropped a bad bit. project in yeah Atlanta he's, he's, he's far, not so had, had a bad project and I'm not saying this was bad because I enjoyed listening for it. Maybe I was in the wrong mood, but I just felt like there was something where I was like, I know I'm not going
1: to listen to this again. Oh, really? I just, no. Yeah, I just felt... I, I don't know what was really it was about. It's
0: easy to listen to again because of eight, its I mean, length It's thing.
1: 18 minutes for one. So, I mean, I've listened to it many times just like over and over. Like, I'll play it once and then just put it back on the loop and play it again. Because um, I think... Because the beats are so different, it doesn't sound like it doesn't get repetitive, even though it's no. only 18 minutes. Because, like, you can... There's like obviously a progression with it. Like, it is an, it is a whole project. There's a progression to it, but all the beats are unique. There's nothing like, he's not just saying the same stuff the entire tra- the yeah. entire album, well, project.
0: One thing that I really like about this, I mean, Denzel Curry has always been an artist that's worn his influence, influences on his sleeve. And this, more than anything, you can tell. I mean, with like track one with the samples, very MF Doom esque. Mm, yeah, I thought that actually. really like Mad yeah, Villainy. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, oh, Diet. Diet when he just goes yeah. into DMX flow. It's yeah, yeah, crazy, because yeah. when I first listened to Denzel, I remember that's how I introduced him to my brother. I was like, I got into hip hop through DMX and I've not had that same energy, feels, feels like I've not had that same energy from an artist until Denzel Curry. So to hear him just go into some DMX
1: flow was crazy <laughs> to me. I think he's rapidly becoming one of the best rappers. I mean, he's been, he's been it for a while, sure. but now he's rapidly approaching it with the mainstream as well. He's becoming one of the biggest mm. rappers around and quality to boot, like he's not, he's not missed. There's also his like Red Bull wrestling type show that he's doing oh, now. Oh yeah, that's cool, oh, yeah. He's had the so Flatbush good.
0: Zombies one, Joey Badass, I think he... What's that? They, um, so they, he does, but it's basically a live show in a wrestling ring where they try to outperform each other God, that is Adam's and wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> I, watched one, I watched
1: the one with the one Zombies. Yeah, so that's t- the so only one I've seen. Two of my favourite yeah. rap, like, one of my favourite rap groups and one of my favourite rappers in a wrestling-based environment. And I may have, ch- I probably cried. Yeah. Did you
3: know. just oil yourself up in your living room? <laughs> it, he just slid on, on his and, just and Beat your chest. Nathan, <laughs> get in here! He's
1: got one
0: with Rico Nasty coming out. No, he's doing one with Rico Nasty. I think that'll be well cool. It will be. Yeah, she's cool. Oh, okay. She's also, cool some lady. of his bars on here were fucking hilarious. Mm. Extra middleman out, no Malcolm.
1: Um, there's a Rosa Park line, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. heard that. Oh, yeah, uh, it's uh, brothers trying to take it back, like civil rights and Rosa Parks. Yeah. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: liked. Well, what? Oh, I can't it was some. Uh, just the first bar of a song was just "I'm bad," like battle rappers. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, oh yeah, it's <laughs>
1: my bitch bad like battle rappers that make albums. No, that was no Malcolm, yeah, the middle no, that's the middle man That's the man, No Malcolm. Oh. I was just like, he's yeah. <laughs> a good boy. Good boy.
3: That
0: old it was Denzel. a really good project, and I want more from him. Yeah. I, can, I can see what you mean about like, yeah, a, um, it just does feel like a thing.
1: Yeah, I think. It Watch could. the music video to it. they Yeah, they I are, do need to do that. They released a video. Well, I a video. It's like a little movie where Kenny and Denzel get into a computer and try and find out find all the tracks to the project because it was leaked online yeah and it's really fun I think maybe what what I did is
2: I went into it expecting it to sound kind of like you know the um, the freestyle that Denzel Corey did on the K. yeah and I think I was expecting it to sound a bit more like that like a, you know just with a little bit more melody and stuff but obviously yeah. it's quite like just like I don't
1: know like that, freestyle got, that freestyle's got one of my favourite bars in there of all time it's flames all over my body like I'm Charmander and then it's like I'll break your neck like a motherfucking salamander. Yeah, like just straight <laughs> after each other, and I was.
0: Imagine getting your neck broken by a salamander. I don't. That's it, embarrassing. It's it a lame way to. It, go. it <laughs> is, is a lame way to. It go. would
1: be a lame way to go out, but it's respectable at the same time, isn't it?
0: You know. Koi is genuinely one of the most consistent. Art. Like since Imperial, he, I don't think he's had like. It's just been solid consistency,
1: and I can't wait to see more. Mm-hmm. I say that every time. <laughs> <laughs> so we've reached the armor, now. I've got everything I wanted to say off my chest. Anything else anyone's talking about before mm-hmm. before I touch on my classic of the week? Oh no, yeah, we've got a few more things. Are we talking about like because
0: obviously the last decade, you look so fuming, but like, you're like, fuck. No, oh, <laughs> you're like you're standing staying. Like, I'm just sake, I want to get into the classic. I'm just listening, mate. Are we talking about artists like, that passed away
2: last decade? Or, like, I like kind of. I think we're wrong?
3: about to overrun, aren't we? Do you want to? Are oh, we? I don't know. I
2: think we are. What? Time what, you have what? To leave? Um, in like five, ten minutes. What time but have we got it until?
1: You guys can carry on. We've got five, ten minutes left.
0: Uh, shall we do the classic then?
1: I'm saying we get straight onto to Low End Theory. Classic, and then there's, there's there's the ten album things I want to talk about at the end. Yeah. Then, so that's fine. So, a bit of background on those who don't know Low End Theory. Educate uh, yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> educate yourselves. Um, it was really inspired by uh, Straight Out Come To My NWA. Um,
3: what, is it a new album?
1: No, no. no. It came out in 1991. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the film. Oh, no. Meant the film. No. <laughs> oh. no. In terms of... so um tribe but the new they're tribe of new york aren't they yeah. yeah yeah so obviously in la in the 90s it was very like low rider culture mm. so everyone um all the music coming out of la was like really bass boosted and tried to like be as loud as it could be pure just synth so you'd then roll out like the whole Simps. point was you'd have synths. roof down you'd be rolling on the street and who had the biggest bait like who had the biggest bass who had the best music um but it was just sort of main apart from like a few bands like nwa it was almost just like who could get the bigger bass on the track so tribe list tribe heard that and obviously it's called low end theory because low end relating to bass so they wanted to try and make an album that was really really good but you could make the low end as high as it could be and have the bass as loud as possible but then still have a great album that's cohesive and has great bars with it and it's just good from start to finish which is where the yeah. name comes from and like the, like they tried to do if you turn if you turn the bass up full it's still as amazing as it, is, as it is without it's in my opinion one of the best rap albums of all time yeah i agree with that i
2: yeah, liked it, it yeah
3: quality it was album. like i could have just imagine going on GTA and getting in my little convertible car and driving around the city <laughs> with that on
0: it's it's a simple, uh, but it's it's a simple one, but it's still rich in. I suppose it seems. I think
1: it only seems simple though because of what we've got now. Obviously, like twenty no, years. No,
0: I mean like in terms of like the jazz and like the funk soul influences. Mm. It's quite a yeah. laid back. Yeah. Not minimalistic because in no way is it that. But you know what I mean, like. Yeah. And the the sound it's a. They created a distinct sound in night one with that, which then, yeah. kind of, with Q Tip and then RZA and DJ Premier all kind of created this new sound of hip-hop which yeah. kind of people define as now the golden era yeah and they um tribe were a massive influencer in that mm-hmm. definitely i
1: mean you can you can hear like we spoke about a second ago people like flatbush zombies you can hear the influence of tribe in them every time they go every time they're on a mic oh yeah and i feel like they they are one of the people if you're talking about the 90s they're one of the most influential people yeah, from the 90s percent. But I think just like everything about the album's really good. Like it's what obviously taken about like the idea of having like the biggest bass they could possibly have. Some of the bars on it, some of like there's It's a really just like and it's kinda of hard to describe it. It's like it's just like a
2: thick, like rich chocolate album mm. in it. Like yeah. it's just yeah. it's just nice it's on like, your ears.
1: There's
0: just like It's like biting into a medium rare steak and
2: it's just I'm a vegetarian mate. And, and you know. the uh, the whole obviously the influence of the whole um Zealand nation movement and stuff yeah, there. like and just just all the references to New York throughout the album and stuff, and I don't know, you can just hear the way that they look through the music- do you know what I mean, just yeah. like big puffer jackets, like baggy jeans, yeah, like bright colors, like I just feel like that's an album that represents a group perfectly mm. like as soon as you hear it, you know exactly what
0: they're about. Yeah. Also, really good-natured it seems. I mean, they've never had a cavity, according to. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, in one of the <laughs> senses, no gravity? I've never had a cavity. Yeah. Like, but like, fair play like, to you, mate. You there's know things what?
1: Like that. Yeah. But then they also like they touch upon like misogyny in tracks like infamous date rate. Yeah. So like there's really hard-hitting topics at times, but then it's all in such a good like there'll be people that will have never li- like will have heard the track and be like this mis- like they talk about misogyny in this what? There is yeah. one song though, and
0: I, it's it thankfully one? it never made it onto the album, and. There's an original demo of it. I think you can find it on YouTube. It's insanely homophobic, like <laughs> oh. it, it to the point where it it puts like DMX's weird anti-gay rant on where <laughs> where the hood act, like to shame. It's like that homophobic, and then they
1: like completely scrapped and went, no, nah, that's not right, yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> changed it. It's like good, <laughs> good decision. I mean, what's everyone's favorite track on the album? <clears throat> Jazz. We've got brackets quality uh, bugging out out tune. I like out. I really like rap promoter, no. but I feel like that might be because um one of my favourite Jimi Hendrix songs is the sample to it. So Wait, what, it's, what song um, is it? Oh my god, I've just um Skypager? No. Um, oh. oh, rap promoter. Oh no, I, you said the song. i just for, oh, god, I'm literally losing my mind right. Voodoo Child. So you know the very beginning of, of Voodoo Child where it's um. Jimmy's literally just, like smacking a whammy bar basically mm. <laughs> He's smacking his whammy stuff. bar fuck off <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Base, um, they sampled the first like three seconds of Voodoo Child and then looped it the entire time and then added loads of bass behind it and added loads of instruments on top of it but the sample is the first like three four seconds of Voodoo Child and that's where the yeah. boom comes from it's great Sonami um, a great song yeah with a great bust of yeah. rhymes here we go, here we go. yeah What's yeah, the what's Buster the scenario? I love him. <laughs> I love it. Buster
0: Arms is a great feature. I think that's that was my introduction to a Tribe. Actually, was hearing scenario. Is Buster Arms still
2: alive?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Buster's <laughs> still song chilling with
0: a uh, what's his name? Oh, he's got those hands. Chris Brown. <laughs> a, um, I can remember his song, <laughs> <laughs> I remember his name. Yeah, yeah, that 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 everyone listened to and s- but. They won the, um, um,
1: four years ago, they won the Grammy for Best Album. Was it Best Album or Best Rap Album of the Year?
0: What?
1: They won in 2016.
0: With oh, a uh, uh, tribe. Yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, was it best don't worry, album. we've got it from here. Yeah, or was it yeah, Best yeah. Album
1: or was it Best Rap Album? Best Rap Album, I'm guessing. Just. But it
0: was a banger. Wait, in 2016? Yeah, that's when they dropped it. Are you sure that it won Best Rap Album in, in the
1: Grammys? It was nominated, at least.
0: Isn't that when Pimper Butterfly came out? And I'm pretty sure Pimper Butterfly didn't win it. it they got snubbed by someone else. Mm. Oh, I feel like a Butterfly was maybe yeah year before that. Let's have a look. Oh, no, wait, because yeah, talks about being the biggest
2: hypocrite of 2015. Yeah. yeah, that's 2015. Yeah. And the Tribe one was... Nope. 2016, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure they won the Grammy for it. Ah, fucking hell.
0: That would have been 2017 Grammys then. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense now.
1: But yeah, oh, yeah, even so, but they've, they like, Grammy I Award winning. They that performance, didn't they, and it was mint. Yeah, it was so good. But they're, like, I feel like they are, I feel like they just represent a, a time mm. in Yeah, I and got that. And there's a style.
3: Because I've never listened to them before, and just immediately, as soon as you put them on, you're like, okay, this is, w- like, this like is you said, like, this is what they're about. Yeah. Yeah. This is music. This, this is music. Is music. <laughs> no, that's
2: what I call music.
3: <laughs> but no, Yeah
2: exactly
1: rest in peace five dog yeah rest in peace rest in five in peace. dog man but yeah that's that's my classic for the week what we, 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 we discussing next week or next month or next year when we get back in this yeah. Time. Yeah. I'm <laughs>
3: hosting next time no it's me oh is Cause it because
0: you had strange ways here we come was that the last one we did yeah, yeah.
3: bloody hell
0: yeah it was a while time flies time out. flies um, fuck leave. off <laughs> fuck <laughs> off <laughs> one thing I want to discuss next week actually I've um, seen the whole Reading and Leeds fest line up yeah I've yeah. seen it yeah. with all the men Removed, no, yeah, and there's, there's a whole big thing where it's like all the men removed, and mm. there's like <laughs> a 15 of women. Yeah, 15 women. Yeah. So, mm. one thing, and obviously, people conflicting opinions. I'm of the opinion that there needs to be more representation, and they uh, um, that that's one debate we're having next week is how important is social identity in music? Is music should you just listen to music for music, or is social identity playing well, an that's important go role? a bit bloody heavy, Cal, for three. That'll be a good one, though. 20-year-old. It'll, op- it'll be a good one. <laughs> yeah. I do sociology, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and my classic for next week, I spent fucking two months trying to decide. I was deciding between Bjork's Homogenic or Blondie's Parallel Lines. I think I'm going to settle for Parallel Lines by Blondie.
1: Okay, Callum. Fucking a blondie, man. Good show. I've just double checked, and there's n- there's nineteen women on yeah. the on the line. How <laughs> many
2: artists would there be in total? I mean, go on, count them up. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the poster beforehand. Yeah. That's the poster before, um, and just alone in the top section of the headliners, there's already like seventeen people, mm. and there's another s- seven sections on the f- on the poster. Yeah. So there's like nearly a hundred people lined announced, and then only seventeen are women. Not good. So. Oh, also, well done to Tyler the Creator for winning his first Grammy. Yes,
0: <laughs> with that phenomenal performance of New Magic Wand, it was amazing. It's
1: very good. It's very good. Proud of the boy. Proud I also liked his speech afterwards because he was like, "Yeah, I've won a be- I've won this for best rap album, but it's not really a rap album, and I've just I've only been classic because I'm classed as an urban artist, which is unfair." Which is just a, another way of saying the N word. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's true. Mm, I'd, I'd agree. Do you want to quickly touch on your, oh, your yeah. conceptual note or do you want to wait and leave that for next week and we'll discuss it properly? Yeah, go sure, go on then. Cool. Well, that's been everything for us today, I think. Jake, Claude. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what a guest. Glad you had ju- no, glad that, you,
2: had that mate. That great, I that. That. Cheers, that Jake. On. It's all right. Thank ben. you for <laughs> finally, <laughs>
0: we finally got this sorted. Yeah, you it's finally got on. me. Damn, it's taken a long
1: time to get this happen. Get this to happen. Yeah.
0: One, what is it? One, we got two quarters, a half of Corrigan here. Yeah. Is that how many members there are? Or is it like? Are you like Earthwind and Firewood? There's like nine. And there's about sixteen of
1: us, mate. For yeah. a global movement, <laughs> <laughs> they will take over the a world. Sixteen brass band. Than a band. Hmm. It's a lifestyle, mate. And it's a gang. <laughs> a gaggle. Are we? Am I Corrigan affiliated? No. Is it like <laughs> Absolutely Black not. Mate, there's an
2: initiation makes. and you don't want to know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it involves glue sticks.
1: <laughs> and Cheesy map, beans on toes as well. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that's been all. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at TheMusicBox1 and we'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: It's a fly love song.
0: To the effect of nothing Effective fronting is what I don't allow So let me tell you something I am a bona fide Not too modest and not a lot of pride. Soon to have a ride in a home to reside. If my mama is sick, I'm by her bedside.